tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That's you take it girl you take it good good song to pick for the episode yes because this is what happened the episode which we will talk about later but it's tuesday night and you know what that means after buzz is another hot episode of zoe ever after and zoe ever after after show I'm your host, Joshua Johnson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JJTheTalented. And to my left, as always, the lovely Miss Camila P. Hi, everybody. What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Camila. And you know you can find me on Instagram at TheRealCamilaP and on Twitter at IamCamilaP. And guess who we have here in the studio? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are very fortunate to have Mr. Valente himself in Zoe Ever After, but we have Mr. Tori Devon Smith joining us in the studio. How y'all doing tonight? We What's are going good. on? How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so so good. I love the episode tonight. It was so good. Yes. Very good episode. Yeah. Very good episode. Um, matter of fact, as we were talking and watching the episode, you you seem to be featured a lot more in this episode with some Yeah. And and I, I see you as the comic relief in the show. Yeah. Um, I mean everyone's funny. The fabulous but, what do they call it? The fabulous gay. Yeah, the fabulous <laughs> fun <laughs> assistant gay guy. You seem to get the, the best punchlines and I think you had a lot more this episode, which was which was really good, really That's funny for us. Sweet. But we're very fortunate to have you this evening. Thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So thank excited you. to be thank here. You. Thank you so much. And uh as you know, the song was the boys' mind, a throwback to Brandy because it's Brandy's show. And so we had to do Be Rocka. <laughs> <laughs> was that your song back in the day? That was my song back in the day. And again, when I when that video came out, mm-hmm. I was just so impressed as a kid. I thought, this is amazing. Yeah. You know how they switch from, you know, like apartment to apartment. Like... <laughs> they could hear each other. They could hear come up Kai Pfeiffer, you know, at the door. And right. I'm just like, oh, they about to get it. And you, you better watch out. So are you Brandy or Monica? Oh, my God. That's so hard. Because I was Monica. You were Monica? Mm-hmm. I was a little rough I, on the edges. You know, it depended. It depended on the day which the one video, I wanted to be. To be honest, so you just you just sing this. I just loved both of them, right? You know I, what I, I mean? I don't even remember the video. I gotta go. Back you don't? Joseph Kahn directed that video. Did he really? Yes, he did. It was nominated for um, Video of the Year, the MTV Awards. I remember they performed at the VMAs together. It was a wow. huge event to see to see someone I looked Google up to. Google it. Up there. Yeah. it was awesome. Those girls were awesome. Yeah, awesome. Uh, forgot to mention. Um, be sure and follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on social media and also use the hashtag while you're commenting along live ABTVZEA for Zoe Ever After ABTVZEA and hopefully you guys are um, let's see commenting tonight if you can bring up the, the chat I don't know if there's we had a lot of comments last week do we, we have did some get a lot of comments ones? on the um, on the episodes um, on all of our videos so far a lot of comments so we'll probably get to some of that a little bit later but you want to just jump into Let's jump into the episode. Jump into the episode. The episode. Yes. So, so it opens up. <laughs> very funny. It opens up. I guess so. Zoe's about to go on a date, right? And, Always. Uh, Amir, the doorman, is 
is absent from his desk. He's not there. But I guess the date look, I guess calls her directly to, through the intercom, the video <laughs> intercom, and you know wants to come up. But we catch him. I guess digging in his nose. Yeah. Did he not know that, that oh. he was on camera or something like that? First of all, when you go to a high end apartment building you should know that it's cameras all around and nowadays they have video you know cameras like that so if you're just digging in your nose in the lobby like that is just trifling right yeah I I wouldn't want to go on a date either like she had to cancel I would have canceled I was gonna ask if you saw that happen if that was you would you be like cancel would you cancel like on the spot and come up with some excuse delete delete yeah really it wouldn't even be a no I would tell him like dude I just caught you digging in your nose I mean but doesn't everybody do it yeah, but in a secretive way, like, you can have a napkin or a tissue. He was just like... Yeah, he was kind of in there. Some people just, you know, don't care, you know? <laughs> if you in the carpool lane, you see someone on the 405, and they just in there. I've, I've seen it. Especially if they're in their... Sol- if they, you know, people are in their solitude. They mm-hmm. really just kind of go for it. And I think, don't you know people are, are watching. watching you? Right. Your windows are not tinted. I see your finger up there. Yeah, and they But as and fine as in. he was, that's, I would have called him, you know, come upstairs, wash your hands, and let's go. <laughs> Let's he was go. an attractive so you, man. So you wouldn't have minded at all. Uh, you know, you know, we might just knock some boots. You know, I gotta marry him. You know, <laughs> see, I could tell already for you, but I can live through you because you know I'm just like dry as fire. <laughs> well, yeah, I. Oh man, if, if that happened to me, I don't. Yeah, well, if that happened to you, if I digged in my nose and I was coming on a date with you. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you, maybe you're an exception. Oh, thank you. Maybe you're an exception, so. (laughs) You're an exception? Oh. Exception. It's going down in the DMs. It is going down (laughs) in the DMs. So, uh, as we, as we go on in the episode, uh, this this is the funny part to me because, um, Pearl and Valente are describing, um, a mutual love interest they're talking to, like a mutual, guy they're seeing right yeah and they start you know talk well I'm, the guy I'm seeing is such mm-hmm. and such and the guy I'm seeing is such and such and then <laughs> and they reveal that you guys are like seeing the same guy the same person right all these coincidences are a bit too coincidental and it's yeah. the same person <sighs> and yeah it's a little awkward awkward and I would be pissed right I'd be like what oh we calling him right now yeah has that ever happened to you like in real life ever happened to me no I don't know. No. Because people who I've gone out with are pretty direct. Oh, okay. You know, about what they want. Because you said in the episode, like, he is, he said he's bi. Yeah. And most bi guys is people that are living basically in the closet. Are living a lie. A lie. Right, yeah. So, in real life, we do deal with guys that are living lies and pretend to not like guys, but do. And then that can actually happen. Absolutely. Let um, me just say, I would be pissed. Okay, look, yeah. Tori, who you done dated out here? <laughs> yeah, you're right. So we know, but you know, sexuality is pretty fluid, and I think you know you're playing with that sort of notion. If you are kind of out and bisexual, at least the person knows you're mm-hmm. comfortable with the fact that I I'm into both sexes. But right. I think those who are hidden, now that's obviously a complete problem. You know, for me anyway, if I'm out there in the dating world as a gay man. You know, if someone's discreet, mm-hmm. I'm not into that. I don't find that to be sexy. I, okay. I need you to be confident in in who you want. Mm. You know, so that's that's kind of my thought. Man. Yeah. So we see. I don't. Know, I don't know. Is that 
a reference to what we're talking about? Brandon James Clifford. That is the only person in chat, and that's all they have to say. And that's all they have to like say. Like black girls. Like black girls. <laughs> I like black so girls. I guess he's making his stance. Like black girls. I like black mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. Well, Hanifa want? Well, I oh, like Pearl girls. <laughs> Pearl want? He likes black girls. Yeah. I like well, white hey, girls hey, too. Well, Pearl is available because she needs somebody by what is what's the date? November thirteenth. November thirteenth. She's really trying to get somebody in there for that. For that she date. is about it, ain't it? Yeah. Every episode, it just gets deeper. And you just throw her shade every time too. Well, you don't know, throw some reality <laughs> into it, honey. You throw her shade. You, you throw. Uh, I love the shade that you throw because that's in real life. Like when you have your gay friend, he's always the one that's like putting you in your place. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, honey. Like, or your best friend. They best tell friend, you how yeah. it is. They tell you how right it is. Right they tell you the truth to a certain degree. You need those people. People say the best. Yes. Y- your best friends would do that. You guys agree? Like, I do. Yeah. I'm very yeah. open. Like, yeah. girl, do not wear those shoes because your toes is hanging off. Even if it'll hurt their feelings? <laughs> yes, because you don't want to hurt their feelings. No. Though. But it comes off sometimes like that. Yeah. And you have to finesse. You know, try to try to do it in a nice way if you can. You know? But if you're good friends, you might be, you might be, you might forgive that person for being kind of nasty. You know, like, girl, boy, you was, you was pretty mean, but, let, but thank you for letting me know. Well, we know. did see that last episode with uh, Pearl and, and Zoe. I guess they made up after mm-hmm. they kind of had a little thing That's going. the girls. Yeah. But they made up later. We're Watch Golden Girls together. So <laughs> they were good. <laughs> and sipping wine, as right. we can do. Blanche. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they were good. But but so your your character seems to be a bit sassy, throwing the shade, and always has the, the you know, the... You know, he, he, the smart comments. Yeah, the smart yeah. comments. <laughs> but towards your boss, though, like you can get away with it, though. Yeah, I think it's because Zoe finds this kind of dedication in him. Uh-huh. She she kind of lets it slide because he he knows or she knows that he's quite dedicated to her mm-hmm. and adores her. Mm-hmm. So I think there's um there's a lot of love there, and I think it's actually going to kind of happen more and more and more as we see more episodes that get closer and closer and closer. But Zoe needs to watch out because, according to the episode, Valente <laughs> has dreams of running the company one day. I know. I know. You said that. <laughs> and you said, wow. Shh, don't yeah. tell anybody, but we heard it. I heard it. I know. <laughs> so might we see something along, like maybe a greater role for Valente in having some more responsibility outside of being an assistant? I mean, we'll see. That would be such an interesting storyline to see yeah. him kind of either take over or, or be a rival. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what I mean? Be a rival. Well, that sounds like something maybe for season two. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Who we knows? Have to wait for it. That would be hoping kind of for that season two. I'm I hoping know. for the season two too. We're gonna pray for that. Two. You know, but you know what? The show has some good reception. I've seen a lot of um, good social media reception, and I've I've seen some some comments too that were, eh, you know, like um, there, we had one comment about speaking of like the the sassy stereotypical gay character. Yeah. We had a comment from someone on the video saying, it's 2016, mm-hmm. why are we seeing this kind of, and as you put it, stereotypical character, Yeah, the it's always the assistant or the makeup artist or the, the hairstylist. I mean, what would you say to, to someone like that about this character? You know, in terms of the character and, and people saying that he's stereotypical, I, I think it's up to people to kind of change their mindset about, about this kind of guy. Um as a proud gay man myself, when I read the script, I, I didn't see stereotypical. I saw someone who jumped off the page, who lived in this world, who had a job, mm-hmm. you know, who was important. And, and to read all of the scripts that I have um, so far, the writers really cared and gave him such integrity. He's integrated into this show. You know, these sort of men exist. And I think for so long, um, 
America has taught us in terms of, of, of gay people that this is not the way you behave. This is not what we like. You know, especially being a black person, it's incredibly sensitive to be in this country because right. we are incredibly stifled. You know, we're always told that this is not good. And every role that we play in media is a stereotype, which I think is unfair. Why can't we be alternative? Why can't we be this person? You know, these people teach your kids. You know, these people, they make your clothes. Mm -hmm. They create the world. And I think it's time that we celebrate that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're witty. They're incredibly well-dressed. They're incredibly educated. You know, if that's a stereotype, then sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. You I know what I mean? Got the applause. So the character definitely jumps off the page. Yeah. And I know in meeting you, you have that engaging personality that jumps off the page. Yes, and I, you and do. I, right? That's so nice. And, and I wonder. I, he gave I, me a hug right when I came in. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. she looks so beautiful. Like, She's glowing. Hey, you know, so thank and, you. And in my mind, I bet that I bet that came across <clears throat> in your audition for this role. I, I I can see. I mean, in my mind, I can see like them just falling in love with your personality and being like, okay, we have our Valente because you just you, you have this kind of energy that just draws people in. That's so, you so know? sweet. So I, talk about the maybe the audition process and and like did it take a, a lot of auditions to get this role? Did you have to go through a lot or Yeah, it went, I think it was about a process of 3 and I actually booked another series um before this show came about and it was mm -hmm. called the Untitled Brandy Norwood Project and when I got the notice for it I, I, I had no clue that this was existing I thought Brandy Norwood she's like right. one of my idols and you know and then I got the audition I had no clue actually I didn't pay attention to that this was a series regular role but when I read Valente the sides I thought I know this guy Mm -hmm. I know this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I was getting ready to go on a plane the next day, or the, the, actually the day after, so I went to bed, and I said, I'm going to get up and, and do it. And I didn't really think anything of it, because when you go to an audition, you you don't want to um, go into an audition hoping that you get the job. You just want to do a good job in the room. Win the room. Maybe they'll call you back for something else. You know? I went in very comfortable. It was very kind of easy. I read the character. I had some great ideas for mm -hmm. him. I was like, no, I know how to do this. And I didn't think anything of it, because I was going to New York, and I was going to film a, another series. Mm -hmm. So my mind was a little kind of elsewhere and then I get a call in New York that they want to see me again I said what? Really that was the callback yeah then when I, once I got back from New York um, they wanted to they wanted me to go to the callback and then I had another producer session and then one of the writers um, well the creator really Erica was in the room and she mm -hmm. was just like out of I seen a lot of Valentes and you were the funniest and that's where my heart just kind of exploded because I thought oh, she really likes me this is the writer and the creator I can't mm -hmm. believe this is kind of I've never been through that kind of step before. And then I got the call f through my business team that I got the test deal. And then the rest is really pretty much history. Yeah. And you yeah. are Valente. Yes. You, I never I like thought in, in television that... Because usually actors who receive kind of the breakthrough, mm -hmm. usually it's a role that's very much like them. Mm -hmm. So I never really saw a character in Hollywood like me kind of growing up. So when this came about, I thought... This is very much kind of close to me, my sort of humor. You know, we're obviously right. very different. This is somewhat of an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. But I never thought a character like this would be written very close to me. Mm -hmm. That was so cool to me. I thought, oh, my gosh, I get to kind of play a version of me. Right. So I have a question. Yeah. yeah. So when you got the call for the callback, who was like your... Move right. <laughs> Don't be scared of me. Yeah. Um, when you got the call for the callback and then you noticed that you were actually going to be picked you know, picked up. Yeah. Who was the first person that you called? Who was the first person that I called? Probably my friend, my friend Russ. My friend Russ Cleta is one of one of my really good friends, and I think I called him first. And you were like, 
I can't, I'm like, I can't believe I got this. And I think I called my sister, then I called my friend Katie, and then I called, you know, other people. And I also, I also called my high school drama teacher, who was one of Aww. the biggest influences in my life. And I said, because of you, a lot of this is happening to me um, because of what I learned there. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember calling her, too. Wow. Yeah. So then your, your love of acting started not just, you know, in L.A. or anything like that. It's yeah. Back before. Back before. A, in high yeah. school or as a child even, right? As a child, yeah. I grew up in Bakersfield, California. And um, it started very, very young. Um, I grew up in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed with a very influential foster parent by the name of Maggie Rupert, who I still love and I still talk to. I call, mm-hmm. I try to call her every holiday. And um, she was a devout Seventh-day Adventist. And... Um, and I didn't really know so much about the religion, but she was, you know, she's very, very dedicated. And we would mm-hmm. go to church every single Saturday. And then we would also have Bible study. And I was somewhat of a quiet child. And it was it was in Sabbath school that I started to pay attention, kind of listen to the verses and, and learn them every week. And, and you had to get in front of the class mm-hmm. and recite them. And that's what kind of started this kind of performance out of me. And then I started to participate in church um, plays and then it you know ricocheted into school and whatnot. So yeah, right. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And then eventually, from reading your bio, you landed a uh, a full ride scholarship to Loyola Lo- Marymount. Yeah, Loyola Marymount University. Yeah. I applied to like several different um, colleges at the time, and also too, I thought I was somebody because you know <laughs> in high school I was I was I was very much involved in theater. I did every single play in high school. I even won a festival in two thousand three. Oh yes, I've seen that, and you were the first guy to do that in my high school. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was somebody. So I auditioned for Julia. <laughs> I thought I was somebody. Two of my friends, we drove. They drove me up to San Francisco, and just to audition for Juilliard was just. A you know, a cool novelty to say. What, what was the response? Did you? Oh, I didn't get it. Didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't even get make make the call back. But I did make the judges laugh. They just kind of looked at me and said, "Good job, Tori." I said, "Thank you." <laughs> you know. And then we tried to sneak into a gay club, but we were way too young. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all snuck in clubs, baby. You try, but yeah. Well, I would. I don't know. I I got in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> did you see? Him? Did you see him? Sure. Of course, she gonna get in. You see that face? You see what's below that face? No, I, I, she gonna get in. She gonna get in. <laughs> Shit. I'm telling you, Tori is funny. It, yeah, it is Tori funny. has a great personality. Um, you know what? Let's get back to some of the plot of the episode. So, eventually we find Zoe in... Um, I guess she invites some of the mothers over from extra school. Wait, no. We what, missed What did I miss? We actually missed like when um, Pearl and Valente went on the date. Oh. And when they went on the date. Oh. Oh my. That was huge. That was, that was, that was a huge part of the episode. Well, set it up. Set it up. Talk okay, about well, it. Okay, well let's set it up then. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So Valente and Pearl at Valente, you know, and Pearl went on the date and it was funny because they actually came together and said, hey, let's go on this date. and. Mm-hmm. Valente's like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to win. Yeah, how did they get the guy to agree to that? Well, because he was, it's, you know, a guy is probably thinking, hey, I got a girl and a guy here. This is like a perfect Well, he's probably ma- thinking, like, maybe we can do exactly. something after. Exactly. You know, you know guys, that yeah. you guys are kind of nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, they meet up at this dinner date, and the guy, which was handsome, was just sitting there. Pearl is going at it. Valente is going at it. He's making his like, you know, his, yeah, Joseph to Pearl, and then he's like Joe Joseph. I call him Joe. To Valente. Yeah, and he's him. like, you know, you need to tell her because we need to do this. You know, and all that by the end of the date, 
Valente is like about to leave with what is his name, Joe or Joseph? Joseph, yeah. Joseph. But then it switched because that's what I wanted to say about you in this episode. Like I was like, oh my God, he's a really good friend because you didn't just get up and get so horny because he was like, yeah, we can go back to the room or whatever. You actually stood up for your friend. Well, I mean, he, I, I think yeah. he he was all about it until he made the co- Joe until made he made the, the comment, comment about being desperate, which he knows. Belinda was ready to go. Belinda was ready to go. Like he was, he, I won, I won the challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Let's get out of here. But then, but he said, oh, and don't be so desperate. It, it's not a good look, right? Even though Valente, you know, clowns Pearl every chance that you get. <laughs> every chance. Every chance that you get. You shading her about being desperate about her trying to be married. You took up for her in that. In, you know what I mean? And for me, it was just like, that's what a real friend is at the end of the day. Because yeah. you want someone that's going to stand up for you no matter if you know, hey, I, I know this girl desperate. But yeah. I'm going to take up for it because that's my friend. So right. I think that was a huge. That was a nice moment. And Valente, you know, there, this my friend says just this. Just horny, huh? He, well, you know, <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't um, throw shade. He sheds light. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's what I love about the moment between Valente and Pearl is that you start to see these great friendships Mm -hmm. form, you know, and it's always lovely to share that with your fellow actor, you know, Mm -hmm. and Aniva Wood is so damn talented. Yeah. And I just, just adore her. So I, I really, really love that scene that he comes back and he doesn't care. You know, you hurt my friend. She's not desperate. Right. This is what she's trying to do. If you don't understand that, fine. At first, maybe it was like a kind of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just actually, that's all it was. It was a game. It didn't mean anything to him. Mm-hmm. Right. What means something to Valente is Pearl. Is Pearl. You know? Yeah. And that's what I loved about that little bite on that yeah. episode. Because I like that scene. I was like, I need friends like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you then, know? is Pearl... She's a little desperate, right? Well, we know Pearl is desperate. She wanted to have a marriage. Belinda said she's a woman with a plan. She's a woman with a plan. But she also does retract and say, maybe I do need to make my pie a little smaller. So each step by step, she's learning that, Mm -hmm. okay, this is how I should cultivate how to get a man. I should lessen the desperateness, if you will. Well, she hasn't had her wax in a long time, so... (laughs) Wait, no, no. Coochie cobwebs. Didn't she? No. Okay. She ain't got the webs. The webs are still there. I thought she. I thought <laughs> this episode. I thought this episode. She mentioned something about. You talk about the internet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm mistaken. But yeah, she didn't. She went on a date, but she didn't get laid. I thought she did. No, she we would have known. Quench her thirst. She needs to quench. exactly. She needs she to needs quench her thirst. She needs a sprite. But if you met a, if you. <laughs> if, <laughs> oh, she's obey her thirst. That's that's sprite, oh, that's right? Funny. Oh well. Oh, obey. <laughs> You know the slogan. Yes. Yeah. You know the slogan. <laughs> this ain't the commercial. Uh, <laughs> this is after Bud. We trying to get a Sprite sponsorship, right? I'm just no, um, but if you met a Pearl in real life, someone who had their wedding date set, I mean, who, come on, is that is that really someone that you probably meet? Like, I got my wedding date set, and by this date, exact date, I better have a groom to walk me down the aisle. I've never met that person, but I'm sure it's some crazy person in the world like that. So you saying Pearl's crazy? I'm not saying she's crazy. I'm just you saying, just like, said, she's a little desperate. For, oh, she is desperate. Yeah, that's desperate. To me, that's desperate. She might know what she wants, but at the end of the day, it's a little desperate to say, hey, on July 31st at 2 p.m., I'm going to have a groom, <laughs> and we're going to get married at the Marriott Radisson or J.W. Marriott. That's, or, yeah. That's a little kind of crazy. A little, yeah. But we've already established that Pearl's pretty thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> it's dry, though. Okay, so last, <laughs> last, 
Last recap, we talked about thirsty. Have you ever had a thirsty moment just being, you know, now Tori is known as Valencia all around the world. <laughs> Do you get any thirsty DMs? Do you get any thirsty guys? Do, what's the craziest oh my thirsty gosh. moment? Because it goes down to the DMs. It goes down to the DMs like Yo Gotti. Have you heard that song? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't heard that actually. I told you, you my heard that song is popping. No. We got to put it on the next show, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I do you know everything is happening really kind of it's all very early and new so I haven't you know received any you need sort to check of your messages. Twitter. I'm telling you, you got a thirsty message. Yeah, because if they're not following you, then you might have to check the other little box <laughs> that, that they go to. I don't think like, I followed kinda, you back. Yeah, that's where it starts. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I haven't really experienced that sort of thing. I, I mean, I've known people in my life who are pretty. Pretty thirsty. So just and I think life? I think sometimes men, you know, they get a little thirsty from time to time. Oh, you guys! Because we are we're oh, yeah, we're, fit, we're very physical, and we need to exert that physicality. Right. You know, kind of every <laughs> probably every month. It's, I call it the male period. So I, even there comes I, I a time of the you. month I, I where I'm like, I'm thirsty right now. I need I need something. So how do you quench that thirst? Quench that thirst. Thirst. Quench that thirst. I thought the um. How do I quench? Oh, well, you know, I. I have a couple of people that I that I that I call that I that I see. He know. has a list. I ain't got a list now. But look, but now that you've you've got this, because this is your first major role. Yeah, yeah. And now amazing. that you've got a little, you know, this this notoriety now. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly. People, it, are, are people coming out of the woodwork? Are you people noticing you now? And be like, oh, wait, you know, wait. the coolest thing that I've received so far is um, teachers and, 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 and classmates that mm-hmm. I've had from the past, like fourth grade. Second grade coming out of the woodwork. Well, then you'd be like, "See, I told you I'd become something." <laughs> <laughs> well, most people were very actually positive um, in terms of that happening because mm-hmm. I was always, always, always performing. That's right, I yeah. never thought that I would be a series regular. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm telling you the truth. I thought this this would take like a decade. I was just ready to keep serving and just keep going for it because you don't know how long success is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I want to be I want to be Flo from the Progressive commercials. Oh, yeah. She is oh, an amazing... Yes. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, right? Yes, I do. She has bobbleheads. Yes. Does she really? She has bobbleheads. And she only does Progressive. She's probably that's killing she it. Oh, oh she's yeah, definitely And how long it. has she been doing those commercials? It's like that's amazing. A, a yeah. yeah. Like, like that is... She's making guy. money. She's, she's making she's, some money. She's getting some checks. She was in the first season of Mad Men, by the way. She was. Yeah, she was. I like her. I like her so much. You I know, know what Mad Men is, but I never really you watched it. Mad Men. Oh, brilliant Mad Men. series, brilliant. Is it on Netflix? Because that's what AMC. It oh, it is on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on oh, Netflix okay. now. Yeah, you can watch. I mean, Hulu too, right? You can watch it on Hulu or no? I don't think it's on Probably Hulu. It's too, oh. I'm watching The Affair on Hulu right now. So How's like, that? Is that good? Oh my god, it's so good. The actors are amazing. All of them. I love more tyranny too. Love they all got of them. the. They got the. I think the the main character woman in there didn't she play on Luther? In the, the the British series, Ruth Wilson was <laughs> she in that? Ruth Wilson was she in Luther? Isn't that the affair? Isn't that the same? Yeah, yeah she, I mean that's yeah. the same actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she played. In, She's in wonderful Luther. in this show. You guys are like all on the other. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Ruth, us, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 we get, get on tangents. Get drifted away. Yeah, about the game. <laughs> Start off with the whole thirsty thing. Well, that's what I mean. It's what Pearl is doing. She's kind of thirsty for a, a guy in, in marriage. I mean, I want right. to get married too one day, but I'm not like, yeah, on April second, <laughs> I mean, February second. Unless going you're back. Miss Cleo, you do not know <laughs> much information about a wedding day without having a man. Right. That's true. That's true. And then we, so then we got. Now I can say, uh, Zoe has the 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 I guess the other moms over from. It's like a parent. Exit school. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're talking about an auction. They're putting together or some kind of what it was was it an auction. 
Yeah, their school auction. And I guess they have this every year. It's a fundraiser. To raise money for the kids. To raise money for the kids. And they are throwing her all kinds of shade. Right? What's the deal with these moms? Like, why are they... They're snooty like she used to be. Mm -hmm. But she said that. She said, I used to be that girl. And now she's trying to be very independent. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand it. And they're like, no, girl, we want your man tickets. We want some boxing gloves. And we want the perks. We don't care about your little uh, cosmetic lisp. No, it was nail line. I mean, well, because she's coming out with a nail... or whatever she calls it. (laughs) (laughs) Lacquer. Golden gloves nail line. I mean, you know, from her lacquer. Right. So... I just think that those girls exist for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. because she's and always living. You can up. tell that they just want her for her benefits, right? Yeah, I but, think but so. The, I, I kind of it seemed like to me because she was kind of striking out on her own, making a name for her own self. Mm-hmm. I kind of saw that scene as they they might have been a little bit jealous, maybe not, but I, to me it seemed like well they were jealous of her because to them it was a hobby but still she's becoming independent they're not independent they're dependent on you know their husband's money yeah. you know they're just living a nice life in Manhattan and just you know going to the spa every day getting the nails done and yoga and yoga. yoga right but <laughs> Bikram yoga but they uh, what's the difference Oh, Bikram yoga is like, the room is like 100 degrees, 105 degrees. Well, I can't do that right one. now since I'm pregnant, but I oh, do the, yeah. the pre- prenatal yoga. Well, you can't, you can't sweat. It's just too much. I, I might pass out. Oh, I already have like double heat in my body. Like, oh. you know, <laughs> it's like a lot going on right She's now. She's heating for two. <laughs> exactly. It's like an oven. Yeah. I think with Zoe, though, you know, and her friends, mm-hmm. per se. Um, it's always intimidating when someone evol- evolves in your, in your friendship, gr- yeah. in your friendship, f- friendship group. You know, it's almost as if, like, oh, my God, the, the world is changing. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in this net right here. But Zoe's like, no, I'm going somewhere else. I'm evolving past you. Mm-hmm. So get the hell out of my house. Right. And yes. she said that just that, after all the insults uh, insults that she got from. Well, because she had to get a little push from her boo that I think she's going to be with by the end of the season. Look Miguel. It's not her boo yet. It's not, but I said her boo at the end of the season. The, no, see, I think that. It'll happen. We know it's going to happen, but I kind of feel like it's going to. You're right. At the end of the season, exactly. Well, you didn't say that season. earlier. You didn't say you were saying like next episode they're going to be in bed. <laughs> I didn't say next episode. I said this episode. That's I the way you were talking. I was the one that said at the end of this season because it's got to bring us. It's got to keep us wanting See how season he's two. To take my little my prediction. Didn't I say that? No. I <laughs> let me clarify myself. I said that he looked like they were going to go into something on the end of the episode episode. in this episode only because he was helping her with the smoke detector detector excuse me and it just looked like that was set up to for her to drop something and the breasts go into his face or something I don't know it just looked like that it could have happened that's how it happens you know let me help you with the water heater and then Mm -hmm. you know she's bending over trying to you know guys do this thing so I just felt like he was setting up for something but it just didn't happen she was kind of like Oh, that's all. You know, she was just kind of little. She's yeah. still awkward about dating, so she is kind of awkward. But I definitely believe Miguel is going to be coming around the mountain. Here he comes. That, that's pretty obvious. When I mean, he comes, you, when he comes, <laughs> he'll be coming around the mountain. When he comes, knows. no, you, you. So, so is that what happened? No, I know he you can't. Tell. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, he knows the juice. I love M- Miguel. Um, played wonderfully by Ignacio Cericcio, who is so funny um, and fine. Yeah, you know that too. <laughs> and he's a really great comedian. Mm-hmm. He's a really, really Is talented he really? comedian. Yeah, he got on stage Stand in up? Atlanta with one of our writers. Um, he got right on stage. He wasn't even on the list, and he got on stage. And we're just like, "You really gonna do this, Ignacio?" And he killed. 
wonderful. Um, to me, Miguel is kind of Zoe's conscience. You know what I mean? He happens to always be there when she's deciphering some sort of problem, mm-hmm. and he kind of eggs her on. You know, he's he's her uh, he's her cricket. Yeah, he's Jimmy that push. Cricket. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's that. He's just that little push. That's why I feel. Which I really like. When a guy like always that. has that push, you start looking like, hmm. You know what I mean? It opens your eyes like, why is this guy always here when I need him? <laughs> Thank you, God. Th- there's a fine line there because they, they could end up in the friend zone, can't they? Because they're always there when you need them. And what you really want the other guy. That the friend is giving you advice about. Yeah, I kind of can, you know. You better go in there. You better, you know, knock them dead. You can't be scared. You got to be like, how many say was? I'm not losing. You know, you have to go for it. Because, you know, girls, we can be a little, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know nothing about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, he gave her. I'll tell you a little bit about it later. <laughs> he gave her the advice and she went back out there and, and, and kicked the moms out. He's like, yeah, say mind. it. Like she had to, it's like she had to get assurance from him to be able to even say what she was going to say because she felt scared. Yeah. And he's like, you know, who can't stick up to their own friends, which we were talking about earlier. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to say whatever you want to to your friends. And I think people, you know, it's a fine line. Well, with me, with friends, like, it's a fine line because you can say you have friends, but those girls are just associates. Mm-hmm. Mm. At I the like end, that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes you want to say they're your friend, but at the end of the day, when you start noticing things that they're doing, like, when you realize they just want you for your man's tickets, which, at the end of the episode, Gemini comes in and, and messes up it. the... Exactly. It ruins everything, being a guy, you know? and Maybe being a guy. Because he was throwing away what he... I mean, throwing in their face, like, yeah, I gave them tickets. And she's over here trying to be independent about something. He didn't know. He didn't, but, he, like I said, being a guy flaunting his work. And that's why he ate them olives at the end of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but speaking of friends, like you were talking about earlier, yeah. how about um, your your castmates? Do you guys, when you weren't filming, did you guys hang out at all? Did all the time, like between between takes, we're, we're like, we're making dinner plans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Me and Hanifa and um, Brandy's trailer and we're going over lines and we're laughing and then, you know, then I would scoot over to um, Ignacio's trailer and he's, mm-hmm. of course, watching the football game, you know, the soccer. Oh, yeah, the yeah soccer of one. course. And then, you know, then I would go over to Dorian's and then we would kind of have a chat and then he would, um, he helped me with an audition over there. So it was just a, a wonderful group of people to to come together and we all come from this kind of humble beginnings mm-hmm. and everything and Brandy too who you know she's kind of the leader and she did such a wonderful wonderful job and such a sophisticated mm-hmm. woman she was raised right you know I got to meet her mom who I love oh, wow. she was wonderful um, so all of us who I, I still call every single one of them all the time mm-hmm. if I'm going through something just silly mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean I call them you know I just got off the phone today with Brandy after my audition and, and let her know how it went. I talked to Hanifa today. Sometimes we just talk about anything, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's really such a great kinship that we all have. And I, I really can't wait till we go back and we get to create again together, you know. they are in Los Angeles, but they yeah. filmed in Atlanta. They filmed in Atlanta, So you yeah. guys stayed out there for yeah. a certain period of time? Yeah, But yeah. nobody lives in Atlanta, right? No, none of the cast. No, I think, no, no, no. We all live out here. Dorian lives in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, as far as like on the set goes, were, were there like any, um, was, was, was there a prankster 
was there the serious one? Well, Ignacio, he's the prankster. <laughs> he seems he's crazy. insane. <laughs> Gets on my last nerve. He's he's kind of yeah. He's kind of like the goofy one. And then um then we would go out and DJ um Dorian. He spins. He's a DJ. Oh really? Yeah. So we would go out and dance the night away. You know, with our costume designers. You know, Alita, Rita, everybody. You know, we all went out. The crew was spectacular. I bet you the crew after party rap party oh, was like off the chain. You know, it was so much fun. We went we went somewhere and we just danced the night away. You know, that's what we would do. And that's what we always wanted to do. Atlanta is a good place to party. To that's have just a good time. Well, it's, it doesn't close at two like in Los it, yeah. Angeles. It like, does. Everything closes no, at one. It closes at, at like, like four. Five. So I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought two was late. I thought, I thought two was late. The strip club <laughs> is like an attraction. It's like six flags yeah, in Atlanta. It it's wonderful. That's like the thing everybody goes. Yeah. To, right. Yeah. And, and it's not. It's yeah, not seedy. You need to get out. <laughs> My mom's was watching. No, I'm just kidding. Not in Atlanta. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in Atlanta. But well, you've been in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See. I went to a strip joint for me. Wait, what's what's the big one uh, in Atlanta? Is that is, is what's the name of it? Isn't it like that the main one? That is not appropriate for Zoe ever after after <laughs> show. I'm trying to get some, some suggestions for when I go. Magic City. Oh, that's right. Strokers. Magic City. Magic City. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. know them all. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Is that right? In my past life. Mm-hmm. I'm a mommy now. <laughs> now, uh, talk about uh, the the wardrobe. Do you have any say in, in the wardrobe at all? Because I, I see you have a style, a certain style. Oh, yes. I loved your suit in yeah. first um, and I, and I'm opening liking, scene. Right. You know, Rita um, was the costume designer on the first season of Empire. So we had someone who came on board who was just brilliant. And um, in terms of a say... I just trusted what was already picked out, you know. And there was a little bit of an evolution, but we wanted to make Valente much more um, dapper. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? There is. was a lot of um, inspiration from the 40s and 50s men of, of men of that time. Um, and so, no, I didn't necessarily have a say. I just loved everything. And when we would put things together, we would say yay, nay, and whatnot. And everything was, you know, obviously approved and whatnot. But it was, right. it was just glorious to put on these clothes all the time. Everyone looked so stellar. Like Brandy, every time she came out, I thought, "Oh my God, she looks so beautiful." I know that opening dress and the opening scene was oh, amazing. Right? Yeah, you mentioned that. Yes. Mentioned. everything she wears, what Pearl wears, even like Dorian, the way that they dressed him is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, in a couple of episodes, we'll you know we'll get to see um, Miguel dress a little nice too. You know, because uh, he, he, well, he goes on a date. Well, what's funny with Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> he we just does something. Chat room. Hey, we got we. Hey. Let's say, Hi, uh, y'all. What are the qualifications to determine if Zoe Ever After will be renewed, renewed for a second season? Prayer. Prayer. No. Well, we um, got you covered. Got- 07. <laughs> just positive thinking. We're just going to put positive thinking towards it. I'm not necessarily sure what the qualifications are. I'm just the actor. Ratings? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably, ratings. You know, probably, probably ratings feedback. and everything. Yeah. But it's been so like well-received and loved. And I'm, you know. Right. Because weren't you guys trending? Yeah, we're trending. We're trending every single episode. Every single week. Well, that's good that you guys are trending. Yeah, success. So that yeah, that, that means something. Yeah, most definitely. I, I hope I've, so. I've seen a good reception on social media. We'll see you at the BET Awards, I'm sure. Oh my oh, gosh, wouldn't that <laughs> be that's something? Right. That's right. Wouldn't that be something? So is your style the same way as Valente's on the show, like outside, or are you more you know of what? a you know to, Valente to me? Because to get dressed for him, he would have like so many little pieces. You mm-hmm. know, he had lapels and he had scarves and he had ascots and. It was really particular, incredibly tailored. So, no, I'm actually a really simple dresser. Mm-hmm. I just like pieces, and they look good. Just put them together. Uh-huh. And then I'll, you know, put a necklace to it, some little trinket. But I'm really, I want to get done fast. 
you know, I, I move too fast for myself. <laughs> so I want to I want to get done quick. Yeah. Just put that on right now. But I love clothing in itself. I always go to H&M or I go to Top Man. Top Man H- is my place. Top right Man. Now. I've, I've too bad they don't there. have Top Shop. Like us, isn't that what? Is top no, that's top, top shop. That's top that shop. Is, yeah, yeah, top shop. Oh, it's the same, same thing. Same oh, thing, I learned yeah. something new today. Yeah, oh, I go cool. to Top Shop. Yeah, I love, love, love. I like that place. Yeah, I love Top Shop too. They have some good pieces. Yeah, I love them. They're just so fitted. You know, yeah. everything's well fitted. I kind of have like a thin body, so it's sometimes you know I can't go well, to Sears and find some <laughs> find some pants. You know, well I wear paternity. I mean maternity pants right. nowadays. So that must be fun. No. <laughs> I mean, I like I like H and M definitely like, like the styles there. Top Shop, Zara, yeah. you mentioned, but her brother been working out a little bit, so I'm getting a little bit you too look thick, buff. you know. So I gotta kind of slim down to get into that. No coming here, it's, and it's, like... it's fitted like the clothes there are fitted, yeah. which I like. And so yeah, I yeah. go to those same places for sure. I love that. And the colors though that Valente wears. What does that sound? <laughs> it sounds like a cell phone. It is probably me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's mine because I, I put mine on on silent. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna blame you, not Tori, not me. Well, good um, thing not me. It's okay. It's <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> if it was cool. me, I don't you, know. You need to answer that. You know, cool? I don't. You sure? Or was it was it Facetime? Was that what it was? No. Heck no! I don't get Facetimes at eleven at night. That's thirsty. Oh, That's thirsty behavior. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it. She recognizes it. She watches Zoe ever after. <laughs> yeah, but listen. So there were no guest stars in this particular episode. Mm. But what would it take to get Camila on the show? Maybe. Camila on the this show. Tell two. the casting director that they're looking for <laughs> season two. Maybe we have we have America's Next Top Model here, who we can get because what Jessica White was on there, right? Oh right. Oh yeah, she I was. love Jessica. She was. So I don't know. Sweet. I loved her. So why not Miss Camila P? Camila P. All right then, yo people need just to write talk today. People, write me in. I'm saying, write you in. I'm saying. <laughs> um, you know, something I wanted to ask you because yeah. I, I looked at your social media and I know you've got um, some things that you post here and there. Yeah. And I saw, now this is not related to Zoe per se, but I saw you put a top 10 list of movies that yeah. you watch for the year. A top 10 list of movies. What's, what's had some good movies on there? Uh, yeah, I do that. You know, it's it's a little silly thing that I actually like to do. I love going to the movies. And uh-huh. so I usually go by myself and... Um, I love watching a lot of, I, I like to watch a lot of kind of um, thought-provoking kind of independent cinema. So I'll go by myself and I'll really kind of look at the film because that's how I study. Mm-hmm. That's how you should learn as an actor. You watch really good pictures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and then I do a movie? top ten every year. Then I post it everywhere. It's just like a little dorky, silly thing I do. Yeah, I like that. And I kind of like it. it. It's like, that's the only kind of writer in me. You know, and I, I do a more of an explanation on my Facebook. So it's kind of dorky. <laughs> so what's your favorite movie right now? My favorite film of the year was The Revenant. I just heard somebody else yeah. speak about that movie. I thought that, that movie I want to see that, brilliant. but I want to see it like an IMAX because I think yeah. the cinematography is supposed to be really good, right? It's some of the most stunning shots of film that I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, I definitely want to see Really, that. really good. I love Tangerine, which was um, a movie by Sean Baker which is kind of a transgender revenge comedy. I think um, I've seen that on, on Netflix, right? He Netflix? filmed the entire picture on, the, on the iPhone. iPhone 5. What? I think I watched yeah. it. It was like two girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. On the streets of Los Angeles. And these were streets oh. that I've walked, you know? <laughs> Buses I drove, you know? It was awesome. That yeah, picture funny. was so good. And Room with Brie Larson. Brie um, Larson. She was in the United States of Terra. She was in a cool, a great film called Short Term 12. She was in Don John. Okay. Um, really great actress, and um, that that uh, room was fantastic. And of course, straight out of Compton. Right now, one question I wanted to ask you about that though. Now with the Oscar noms out, yeah, and then compared to your list, were you happy to see what kind of nominations came out? 
from the Oscars? Um, I wasn't necessarily. Um, there were some. There were some surprises mm-hmm. in 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 terms of that. Um, I wasn't necessarily too bothered so much. I know that there's a lot of controversy with a lot of the a lot of the nominees being all white and 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 what have you. Right. Um. And I think it's it's always good to make noise about diversity mm-hmm. in the media, especially in film. Yeah. You know, I feel a lot of it's happening in television. You know, if you watch the Emmys per se, yeah. so many black actors and 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 directors and whatnot were nominated this year and won major awards. That's just you know, television seems to be more inclusive, and that's where the great the great writing is is in television. Yeah. You know, and it's so eclectic. I mean, just looking at Netflix and BET now is producing really, really great stuff. So um, in terms of film, there needs to be some work kind of done. And I think people should remember it's also a business. So, you know, you got to think about that revenue and the distribution and what what someone feels will make money versus something that won't. You know, these group of people will make money versus these people who won't and and not being um, not thinking outside of the box. What's important is to have people more people of color in in positions of power and creation Mm -hmm. you know and that goes from you know my asian brothers and sisters my middle eastern Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters you know my latino brothers and sisters everybody because we all make up this country you know what i mean as you know even when i think about like black people you know i i never like it if something happens politically that they put us in a separate box because i think we're we're some of the most american people in this country absolutely we were here in the beginning, <laughs> before you took the, the land away, uh-huh. we were here before. You yeah. know what I mean? We are not separate. We are America. Right. You know. Absolutely. So I don't. We we don't have a lot of time. Okay. To wrap soon, but I no. think we kind of covered our yeah, predictions. Right. Prediction. I basically like. I'm going to keep what I said that Miguel is going to come in and swoop her off her feet in a minute. Keep hope alive. It's, She'll have those heels yeah. in the air in the next episode. Oh, next wait, wait, one. next episode? Not next episode, but probably the next after next before the season is over is what I'm saying. So you said before the season's over, we're going to see Miguel and Zoe knocking the boobs. Yes. That's Riding the prediction. my pony. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to happen. I'm not sure if it's going to happen this. Well, it, it could. Yeah, because well, we that's have the to, overriding exactly so. for sure. Well, overall, it was so great to have you in the studio. Oh my god, oh, <laughs> definitely, Mr. Tori Devon Smith. Thank you for joining time. us. Thank you, of course. Thank you guys so much. And then, where can people find you on social media? Oh my god, I'm Tori Devon Smith everywhere on Twitter and Instagram, and also my Facebook like page. And www.torysmith.org is my website. There you go. And then, you, uh, one quick plug: you also have a Netflix series I've got coming a out Netflix in the fall. Series coming out called The Get Down that I'm on, which is it's an, an epic hip hop saga directed by Boz Lerman. And it is going to be just genius, I think. Cool, I love I Netflix. I cannot wait. We will look out for that <laughs> Yeah, fall. Check out the trailer, it's on YouTube. Oh, oh it's on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then... Oh, and then my name is Camila. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, girl? My name is Kamate Me. I'm playing just <laughs> My name is Camila, you know, and I am... You can find me on Instagram at I am Camila P. <laughs> and you can find me also on Twitter... See, I always say it because listen, let me hear it. I had a hack moment, but anyways, you can find me on Instagram at the real Camila P, and you can also find me on Twitter at I am Camila P. There, boom. I am, and I'm Joshua Johnson. You can find me <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at JJ the Talented. Be sure you follow at AfterBuzz on social media, and also use the hashtag ABTVZEA. Subscribe. subscribe. 
comment. We love your comments. We had a, we had another comment up there, but we didn't get a chance to get to it this week. Sorry. But keep commenting. Use that hashtag. Follow. Subscribe. And uh, yeah, we will check you next week with another episode of Zoe Ever After. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.